Welcome to the number one podcast, where we give you an authentic look into the world's healthiest, wealthiest, and most inspirational minds. We talk about trending topics, bold ideas, and give you real-world examples that will inspire you to take massive action to become the number one version of yourself. We just got back from Peru. Yes, we did. Um, becoming the best traveler version of ourselves. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I think we'll we'll talk about that. But before we jump into that, go ahead and hit that like. Hit the subscribe button for sure. You're not going to want to miss every single episode that we drop. We appreciate each and every one of you that tunes in uh, and is joining us on this journey. We're going to be the hottest podcast in Miami for sure. Absolutely. Um, space is dope. But, yeah, live Dude, events. Peru was amazing. I think we just yeah. jump right into that. Let's do it, man. Dude, so we did a lot. Yeah. First of all, my girl coordinated this extravagant travel plan. Yeah. It was <laughs> which, a seven, seven day trip, right? Which we, consisted we, of a total of what's five or six hotels. Yes. Which was a different hotel every single night until the last two or three days. We just lived on the road. It was six or seven, maybe 10 buses, a train, four two, flights in total. Yeah, four flights. We had flights there. One night, one day, we had to hike, bring a change of clothes yeah, because we want to get our, the rest of our clothes, stay in a hotel overnight, and then in the morning, get on another bus. Let's just say it wasn't very restful. No. It was, like, completely taxing. I came back. You know how usually when you come back from a vacation, you're, like, super energized? Yeah. And you're like, I could take on the world. I feel refreshed. I'm yeah. happy to be back. Bro, I've been exhausted since we got back. Actually, what was interesting for me, I was telling Brianda about this, is... It was physically exhausting, mm-hmm. but like mentally, like I had so much, cause I was waking up every day in Peru, bro. Like early as shit for, even after like we hiked 12 hours total, I yeah. think four hours on the first hike, not including travel time, maybe even like 13 hours. But, uh, and then the second day was eight hours. But even after that second hike, dude, the next day I was fine. And I realized it's cause I had so much less mental cause wow, like I couldn't yeah, work. So even though I was like physically, like I had so much energy. When I got back, it Dang. was crazy. But That's then amazing. I noticed when I got back, like that first day of work, like after that, I was like tired. I was like, how is doing nothing Bro, been, more exhausting? Exhausted. Physically, I've been drained. I'm, I feel like it's just, <laughs> it's mental for me, dude. Like, I don't know. I, I worked out like Monday, Tuesday, like felt That's energized. Awesome. I trained in Peru. I went to the gym after like, we were staying in Lima. Yeah. Uh, Felt great. But yeah, let's run through the itinerary. Let's, let's yeah, describe so- the trip. So the first thing we do is we fly into Lima, Peru. Absolutely beautiful place. Um, I could do without the complete cloudy, gray, Mm. gloomy weather. I could do without that. I think that Lima, actually the last day we were there, it was sunny and it was absolutely beautiful. That was nice. But I can tell you, I think honestly, if Lima was like a really sunny city, it would probably be a destination city for sure. It would be like Miami. Yeah, it was definitely. It was so gray. (laughs) <laughs> just like overcast it's kind of like seattle you know seattle has like yeah. one of the highest suicide rates in the country because it's always gray. i can see that yeah here. yeah lima made me want to kill myself it was dang, <laughs> <laughs> bro it was great every I day know, it was I'm just like this is crazy it was rough but yeah so the first day we pop into lima we stay yep. in the hotel for a night yep. we're immediately up in the morning at like 4 a.m to leave we hop was it 5 a.m we hop on the bus uh yeah it was like some early and we, where did we go to next? We went to Cusco. 
No, we went back to the airport. We flew to Cusco from Lima. Yeah, because we flew in, hotel. Back to the airport. Back to the airport. Flew flying to, Cusco. to Cusco. We go to Cusco, and then uh, was it that day or was it the following day? We immediately went into hiking. It was, so we flew to Cusco. Then I think we got settled in. Settled in. And then the, the next morning, we immediately got up. We got up early because it was a long ass drive. Yeah. So first we drove for like, what, three hours? Mm-hmm. Three hours, and then we had to hike. To Wamantai Lake. Yeah, which is 4,100 kilometers up. It's like 13,000 feet. It's tremendously high. <laughs> and one of the hardest things, there was a point where, uh, and maybe we'll, we'll try to edit in some of the, the videos here if we remember, but there was a point where I looked up after we'd been hiking for, and it, it was steep, guys. It was like. It was really steep. Steep, like climbing almost. And I look up. And there's just so much more. I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> Dude, that and I'm there's this so many tired. people up there. They're like little ants. Yeah, they're they're like way, way up top. Ants. Imagine being exhausted and you're just like, you've already pushed through like seven mental barriers. And then you just look up and you're like, yeah, I'm not even done. Like, not, not even, even close. close. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was um, rough. Dude, it was. That but, was for sure one of the hardest hikes I've ever done. I think it was yeah. the hardest hike I've ever done. And sure. so like, dude, I remember, um, when we were walking at one point, I was like, I just want to give up. Yeah. And same. I heard George, he was making a video. He was probably like 20 feet ahead of me. Yeah. Um, and so I hear him, he's making a video and he's like, you know, he was like, you look up, you think you've gone so far, you look up and you have like so much more to, to go. And yeah. he's like, in this moment, you don't just look at the, like the far out goal, the far out vision of where you're going to be, but you just have to look at the next step. Yeah, dude. And I heard him making that video and I was like, Bro, real talk. Like we just have to focus on the next step at hand, um, and it's so interesting because there were so many moments within this trip that were relatable in yeah. like everyday life, and I think that that was a big one. Where so often we can see this insurmountable or what seems to be an insurmountable goal, yeah. something that seems so difficult to achieve, and it's so far off in the distance, and it can become overwhelming. We can get discouraged. We can want to give up, but sometimes it's as simple as thinking about what that next step is. What is the step that I can do today? Is it making the call? Is it making a decision? Is it getting out of bed? Is it taking that, walking into the gym? Like, what is that step that's going to get you closer? Sometimes it's just as simple as putting your socks on and getting out of bed. You know, what was, and to that point too, I think the, the thing is like around the pain, right? Like, think about how, if you think about how long the pain actually lasted, like you're going and at the moment, it's like your body, your body always wants to stop any and all pain. Like yeah. every step, it's like, stop. So it's, that's, it's like, so many revelations on the way up. And even though it was physically exhausting, it really was mental because it was like a yeah, marathon. It essentially exactly. was like a, an uphill marathon where every every second was a battle. But then you get to the top and it's like this beautiful lake. You rest, you come down. And then like the next day, it's like, it. I mean, we were tired, but you wouldn't think that we hiked. You wouldn't think that you were suffering for that long just the yeah. day prior. And then the next hike too, right? So after we left Wamante, we went to, there was a day break. Uh, where did we go after after that? Did we go back to Cusco? I think we went back to Cusco. Yeah. Then the next day, um, we hiked at the Inca Trail, which was an eight-hour hike. Yeah, that was fun. And that was a different type of hard. It was another type of marathon. Because it was longer. Much longer. And there were parts where it was like down and then up and then down. And it was the same thing where it's just like at, at that point, though, we'd all already conquered the lake, right? And so it's just like. I, I, there's some points here where I'm just like, 
like my energy was going up and down yeah. and it wasn't it wasn't with like i got energized just going down like there were some points where i was just like yeah let's let's get it there's some points where i'm just like dude this like i'm i'm suffering like well, really I, suffering. I appreciate our guide because he lied to us for about 70 percent of the time constantly <laughs> because we're about 30 percent in and then the dude's like don't worry just right around this corner it's gonna get really hard and then it's all downhill after that yeah and like we're probably we got past that we're about halfway through and i'm like dude when the hell does this start going he downhill it's coming it's a, we're it's all downhill right around this next uphill and i'm like dude it wasn't until we were 95 percent there that it actually became all downhill. Yeah, because we climbed to the top. <laughs> That's the thing. Is like I had a I had a suspicion. We're walking up. He's like, "Yeah, just over there, it's downhill." And I'm like, "Well, if that's right there, and where we're going is up there, how that shit don't add up." Yeah. <laughs> but he was good though because it it, it kept us going. And he, I mean, he does. If that he told all us he was like, "This is all uphill for the next freaking four hours," we would have been like, "No, this is fucked up. We need to go back." <laughs> right. Like it would have been. It would have been terrible. But I mean, it would have been harder. We would have done it, but it would have just been more mentally. The trail was awesome. And then the, uh, what was it? The gringo, the gringo killer. Yeah, the gringo killer. Near the top, right? It was the staircase. Everybody like climbed it. I like how we made it fun though. Because when I oh, first yeah. looked up at it, I was like, there's no fucking way. Dude, that was, that was one of the moments where I just got entered. I sat down. So we're climbing. We're near the top of this mountain. And then there's a staircase. So the mountain's like this. Then there's a staircase that's like this. Straight up. Straight, it's like 90 straight degrees. up. And we we all get to it, and I, at first I sit down at the bottom. I'm like, oh, and then like a switch in my brain was like, just just run it, just run it. And I just I just immediately and like after a second after I sat down, just ran up, and it was over. And like that goes back to the pain, like the pain, the actual pain was way less than the anticipation of the pain. Because when I first mm. saw it, I imagined like there's yeah, no this way, is gonna dude. Like blow my- then I just sprinted up it in like 15 seconds, and was like, it sucked. And I ain't gonna lie, like my legs were on fire, but like that brief moment was shorter than if i would have sat around and just like dreaded it yeah you know absolutely. and everybody crushed it like coming up well you know what's interesting because when the girls came behind us they looked up and they were like there's no way mm-hmm. and then you were like making a game out of it you're like oh our next contestant is you yeah know, hyping everybody up and you so you're hyping everyone up and then we're all cheering for them and it almost it turned into a game where like it they felt inspired to run out yeah right and it was like exciting for them so rather than being something that they dreaded that was so difficult that like you know, they, they just don't want to do, it became a game that was inspirational, motivational and exciting. And so I, you know, I think that there were so many lessons on throughout this trip. And that was one of them for me, which was when you're in a community that supports you, you can all achieve a common vision or a common goal. And when you're hyping each other up, it doesn't necessarily feel like work. It doesn't feel like pain anymore. It feels like excitement. It feels like a journey, um, you know, that you can be thrilled for. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's so important in life, man. Like there was so like, at, le- at least for me, it, it kept, it felt like I kept getting hit in the face with this, this exact same like lesson of just like, you can do this. You can do this. You can do this. But it was like every step I took was like, this sucks. I want to quit. This sucks. <laughs> I want to quit. You can do this. This yeah. sucks. I want to quit. You can do this. And it was just like constant for eight hours, dude. But, and then I did. My, you know, just posted on Instagram about this, like, you know, having gone up the Inca Trail versus the bus ride, mm. uh, and just kind of like the uh, the majesty of it. I, I found the whole thing very, like, you know, you can you can relate with people throughout time, like all of the thousands or hundreds of thousands who 
people who've been on this journey, mm. you understand a piece of their life, right? Because you went on that journey versus just going and seeing, you know, Machu Picchu, which is dope. Like, no hate if anybody just goes up and, you know, not everybody can climb, you know, I'm able-bodied, whatever. But still, like, being able to relate with those people, I found that to be a really cool, like, moment. Oh, it was huge. And, and I think that relates to everywhere else in life. It's well, like, I, I for sure don't think that I would have appreciated it as much if we had just taken the train and then the bus. Facts. You know, yeah. there. but the fact that it took us eight hours of really difficult effort to achieve getting to that top of that mountain and then seeing it from the top of the mountain because you're, you're looking down on Machu Picchu when we get up there and then you're seeing the freaking miles of hand-built stone paths and walls that were constructed by people in order to get to this thing in the middle of nowhere like yeah. those paths that the buses are on and the train is on now are, are recent updates in order to get to this place but we actually took this incredibly strenuous and painful path in order to get there yeah that all like you said these who knows hundreds of thousands of people took in order to build this thing yeah and it's like wow when you do that and you're like how it, it makes you wonder how in the hell thousands of years ago did people carry 10 ton stones and chip away and cut away at these rocks and build this thing in the middle of nowhere it's absolutely nuts actually but it's like that's why walking the path makes you relate and then also at the top when you look back and you can see the work that you've done i had this moment because it happened to you like we got to the top on the first day there was no one there because yeah. we were like the last people yeah, to get up there then the next day we come up on the bus after eight hours of work all day from sunrise to sunset we're hiking the next day we're up in like 15 minutes and i just see all these people who are just like zero sweat they're just wearing casual yeah, clothes who got to the place and like I, I could not get it out of my mind like we get up there and there's all these people who had taken the short path and maybe some of them had did what we did too who had just got there so quickly and like didn't appreciate the other side of the mountain mm. right they just took like the bus route and i don't know maybe i'm looking deeper into it but i'm just i was thinking in my life like how much how much of your life you know, when things come easy, do you, do you not appreciate, you know, what it really takes to get there, right? Mm -hmm. Or, or the, the effort or the other side. I don't know. I just feel like there was, there was like another lesson there for me in almost perspective, right? Like how did I perceive Machu Picchu or we perceive Machu Picchu since we took eight hours to get there uphill yeah. both ways versus somebody who just rode a bus. And it's like, oh, Machu Picchu. Right. So we we're looking uh, at the same are, we're looking at the same thing, but are we seeing the same thing? I don't know. Yeah, there's a different type of awe, I think, surrounding it. It was also so hot the next day. I was like, get me the hell out of here. Yeah, we, <laughs> we were done. We were all like, I couldn't even. <laughs> I, we were walking up those steps and I'm like, bro, there's no way I can't do this. Yeah. But it, that's another that's another, you know, area to point out. You know, the next day when we were there, we're walking up these, you know, stairs and everything within Machu Picchu. And we're like, this is awful like i can't climb any more stairs i don't even care what's on the other side of this thing yeah. i don't even care what the next room is composed of yeah. i just want to leave yeah right we were done. but there are other people who took the bus up they weren't exhausted they were fresh and they're like running up the stairs like nothing mm. so yeah. it's really interesting to see you know the people who did take the shortcut now that they're there they're able to run up and down they could lap us easily yeah easily could have yeah easily <laughs> easily yeah so there's two sides to the coin but I definitely appreciate the journey that we went on to get there um, because it was just a spectacle of awe. And to I, I'm still mind blown at the, you know, think about the precision that went into the cuts, the way that they were able to 
cut these stones to perfectly fit into the side of a rock, into the side of a mountain. Yeah. Um, the fact that they've lasted thousands of years, or who knows, hundreds of thousands of years. We don't know when these things were built. Um, and then even more, even more so, I think one of the biggest pieces of like awe for me is the fact that nobody knows how the hell this thing got there or who did it. Yeah. Like it's a complete mystery. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of guesses. There's a lot of aliens, interpretations. Yeah. There's a lot of possibilities. Everybody's put their little spin on how it could have happened, but nobody really knows. These rocks are like we they're they're bigger than any person can carry if i I don't know if whoever's watching this if you've ever picked up a big rock but they're too big yeah they're too big for people to carry without like technology or some crazy shit right so whatever was going on in the inca's time we have no idea nobody knows uh and the precision as well not only were the rocks humongous there was a lot of them and and they're perfectly cut like i'm telling you like perfect l cuts and like zigzag cuts and like one rocks fitting perfectly into the next one and that one's fitting perfectly into the next one and then the sheer layer of rocks because like you're just standing on it and you assume like oh i'm just standing on like four or five rocks yeah but no they cut into machu picchu and you see you're actually standing on a freaking 20 foot layer of rocks that are all perfectly constructed beneath each other and on top of each other in order to create the foundation that you're standing on it's fucking insane these guys were they were made <laughs> they were made out of rocks or something i don't know it was some it's crazy you should go highly recommend going to machu picchu i think it's a incredible incredible journey if you can trek the inca trail totally recommend yeah. that as well so we did that we left machu picchu then we went back to lama uh the coastal uh dreary paradise mm. oh la comada miles and miles of beach but uh because it's gloomy you know a lot of it's just like empty there's people surfing there it was cool yeah cool little city you know we stayed airbnb we stayed in was nice nice uh we went water. out one night that was fun we did go out we turned dude, up <laughs> dude we went out we got so i ordered a bottle of tequila yeah with all the mixers and like the whole nine and it yeah. came out to like 100 bucks right and, and then, then I, I was like, I don't really, I don't really like this tequila. So, so I ordered instead of ordering bottle. a drink, you order a whole other bottle. That's crazy, dude. You could have just ordered a drink. I could have with how much we drank. Because I ordered, I ordered a bottle of Goose. Was, we drank like this much of it. And we then, barely touched it. But it was only 200 bucks, which is why I bought it. <laughs> so then we had these two bottles. We were going crazy. So in, in, in Lima, American music is very popular. And that's all they were. Yeah, I was not happy with the music selections. The the genre was just American. Like instead of playing like it was like the top top forty hits on repeat. Yeah, but from like 2010 to now, it was so <laughs> it was so crazy. It was so crazy, like rock to rap to Miley pop, Cyrus, R and B, Miley Cyrus. Yeah. I think a Christmas song was in there. I don't know what the heck was going on, bro. Um, that was different. Then we left with the bottles, which was yeah. We just took them right out of the club. I've crazy. never done that in my life. Never, dude. I literally, I thought there was no. I was like, there's no way they're gonna let us walk out with these we bottles. Did. You just had one bottle in each hand, just walked out, dapped up the the guy. Dude, I dapped him up and handed him a fifty. Right. <laughs> well, I don't think we even needed to pay him. I don't think we did. Either. I think because we were going pretty hard. I think dude, like, that yeah. guy was so grateful. Yeah, he was like, was dude, like you bucks. know what's messed up? Yeah, we're. I was treating their currency like monopoly money <laughs> <laughs> because. Even when I got it from the airport, I would look at it and I'm like, dude, this looks like it was printed in someone's backyard. This is not real. Yeah. yeah. Like somebody printed this in the basement. Someone drew this. So I'm like, I've got a stack of 
what I'm considering monopoly money in my mind because yeah. I handed them, I don't know, a thousand bucks and got back like several thousand soles. Yeah. And was. I dude, when we were at the club, first of all, George comes back in late. And by that time there's a huge line outside. Yeah. So I walk upstairs and I'm like, yo, yo, come on in, come on. Yeah. And then he's like, no, no, no. And so I went up to the, I went through the line and I, bro, I hand the dude a 50. No, and he lets lie. him in and no then shit. I go to the front desk and I hand him a hundred and he lets him in and I'm like, bro, I'm literally like throwing money around. Just whatever. <laughs> what do y'all need? 150, 25? Yeah. That's the joy of travel though. And I mean, can't do too crazy. I mean, obviously we're going to enjoy ourselves because yeah. our money goes far as we should, but uh, it, it is always eye opening and like, you know, the, uh, the different, you know, just honestly the opportunity, the amount of money that we get to have. I mean, we're going yeah. here, we're slinging slinging money like it's nothing because it is to us but i mean we're also pretty wealthy so even in america but yeah. point is um you can ball in peru so go. yeah you can and you can ball even more in some other south american countries you can because yeah. i think peru is one of the more expensive i i think so yeah well food's cheap i would say going out was incredibly cheap um yeah. but i think like as far as like travel accommodations you know flights hotels cabs things of that nature those seem to be a little bit more aligned with actually no the cat the ubers were dirt cheap too yeah well we were we were traveling with an agency too that okay, caters so to americans so we probably paid a little bit of a premium just yeah. for the the service that's but yeah if we were some just places are like 200 a night and i'm like that seems like kind of yeah. like if we were raw dogging it just out there like it probably would have been like half as much yeah that's honestly. true um but be beautiful country we, we went out and then the next day that was kind of it you know we just chilled i mean next day i, I just uh went to the gym you know got a nice session in just kicked it chilled. got a uh, massage dude oh dude the massage they were so good what mine was not good dude Dude, my my masseuse was amazing <laughs> that was one of the best deep tissue massages really yeah i mean she you went to a different place than we did we did we did yeah this but one was bad. my masseuse rode me like a surfboard dude she got on like on her knee her knees in your back? Yeah, on my back. Her knees, elbows, and was just like like a surfboard. You're yeah. gonna have to share the contact with these people because the one I went to was awful. I'll get it. I'll get it from B. But dude, it was it was awful. It was amazing. Like it was <laughs> just absolutely deep into my neck. And maybe that's why I felt so physically rejuvenated. Because mm. I got that on the last day and came back and like my, my legs were good. I mean, I did leg day on uh Monday, dude. Come. Like I, I'm good. Like, I'm I did mine on Tuesday. Solid. Well, I think one of the things we should touch on, we should talk about the Jurassic Park bug bites from hell. Dude, I don't know <laughs> if you guys are going to be able to see this, but I got bug bites all over my elbows. They just look nasty. There's one on my wrist. I have at least 30 on each leg. Yeah, your legs look terrible. That were So the first thing when I get them, they like turn into blood blisters. <laughs> they turn into blood blisters. Yeah. They're not itchy yet. At that night, they start popping and bleeding, which is awful. God, yeah. And then they're just itchy as fuck for the last week. Yeah, you were just like, what every night. We were at dinner and you're just scratching. Like, like I thought I was having an allergic reaction. It was just these bug bites. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah. And each bug bite itches within like a three inch radius of the thing. It was, oh. Yeah, they're awful. I don't know what type of bugs they got in Peru, but they're different. I didn't think I got bit. <laughs> I see this guy's wilding out with his butts, his butts, his, his bug bites. Yeah, mine and hit me instantly. Yours were delayed. Mine were delayed by days because, like, to, even now, like, my they're just all over yeah, my you elbows. You can see them. They're in the back, too. And I'm just like, what That's the heck nuts. is going on? They itch like hell, dude. And there's just pus coming out of them. I'm like, like, what the heck is going on? So I, I don't know what those bugs were. I don't know how. I had it on long sleeves, too, though. 
unless yeah, that's crazy. they got me a, diff- a different day. But uh, yeah, whatever bugs were in the mountains. Yeah, so dude. wear insect repellent, please. Yeah. Do yourselves a favor. You're going to Ab- need that. Absolutely. <laughs> I can't imagine if I got bit like on my neck or my, dude, or my face. That would have been terrible. I'm telling you, man. Absolutely terrible. The bug bites dude. out there hit different. What else about Peru, though? We talked about the trip, the lessons. We got back. The food, I would say, arguably best in the world. Food was good. Ceviche, unreal. Food was food was really good. Oh, did we didn't talk about um, staying in that like little country town where we were like camping? Dude, yeah, we we totally missed that Uh, Mountain View. Mountain View. Mountain View. That was insane. And then we did ATVs. Yeah, we missed a two day period right now. Yeah, that was all. Yeah, yeah. well, the ATVs were kind of terrible because I was freezing my. It was like thirty four degrees. I was, dude. I was. My hands turned white. I was done. I think that's one of the craziest things about Peru is you can go through so many climates. Like within three hours, you could go from a desert to the ocean where it's hot as hell to like a thirty four degree climate in the mountains. Yeah, we experienced so much weather. Yeah, like my body was. I'm surprised we don't have like some sick sickness. Yeah, well, the air was so pure there. Like it was very like. and I feel like it was the food too. Like everything was just like it was a good detox, you know, with the amount of work we were doing and then the food. Yeah, and the was food good. was good. Um, we did drink a lot. I drank a lot of pisco. You drink a lot of pisco. A lot of pisco. I had to back off. One dude, one day I woke up like I woke up because my head hurt so bad. I think it was a mix of the wine and the altitude. The altitude for sure. Uh, yeah, that's when we were staying at Mountain View. Yeah. So Mountain View is this place. It's this place. It's up in the mountains. Like you forget how high you are, but even though it's flat where we are, we're high up. And then there's mountains even higher than where, where we are. So we're looking off into the distance. There's these, these huge mountains. But then randomly around you, there's these huge, like, trenches that reminds you that you're up high. Because that's the only way there would be, like, And then a within those canyon. trenches, there's, like, cities. Yeah. It was, there's, like, people living there and houses and, like, the whole thing. It's wild. It was, it was crazy. But a beautiful view. It was, like, a glamping thing. We were staying in A-frames. If anybody knows what that is. It's like, it was a wooden A-frame. The glass front. Um, jacuzzi out back and just they were they were facing the sun so when the sunrise it like lit up the room um it was, it was super sick um the food there was great there was like one guy just working the place um you know made all the dinner it was it was amazing yeah, the dude was amazing um yeah, dude good. and then the one day we woke up and carla had the dude come and like uh oh they fill they, up all the hot tubs yeah, yeah and then another guy comes through and brings all the llamas yeah. And we're like eating and we're eating breakfast in a hot tub surrounded by llamas yeah. on, in the mountains. Feeding the llamas. Like such a cool experience. Yeah. That's. They know what they're doing. It's actually crazy. They know what they're doing. I'm surprised that place hasn't blown up on socials. I mean, it's kind of in the cut. It's yeah. like, how, how far did we drive? We did so much driving. I don't know what anything is. It's probably eight hours from the closest city. Yeah. We drove a few hours to get to that place. I mean, this is a place in the middle of the mountains, just like in the mountains. Then we rode the ATVs to a like old pit construction thing. I can't remember what it was called. It was a, it was a place. <laughs> I forget what the thing was called, but it was like a, it's like. Um, it's for agriculture. Those big circles. Yeah. Like one on top of the other. Different. It was, it was uh, Again, different grades just, of. Just made of stones. Things. Again, I don't know how the fuck these people cut all these perfectly cut stones. Like and then the craziest part was he said that within each layer was like 10 feet of rocks, 10 yeah. feet of sand, and 10 feet of dirt or something. Yeah, it was like so dirt, it was all, gravel, sand. Yeah, something like that. So that it, like no matter what, it would never flood. Yeah. 
And then he said that each layer of the circles had like a different temperature. Yeah. Which is crazy. So he's like crazy. at the very bottom, it's like super warm. Yeah. I wish we went down there because <laughs> I was freezing my ass off. <laughs> the ATV ride was like an hour yeah, to there awful. and back. Yeah. So I'm, fr- I'm riding one hand, trying to warm my hand up <laughs> like this, you know. Then we had some other people riding with us that were so slow. Got lost. Yeah. They were slow. They got lost. You know, even they were riding in a line. One of them lost her phone. They had a thought she did. Yeah, it fell onto her ATV, and uh, yeah, that was that was a whole fiasco. But amazing trip overall. Oh, and then the salt mines. We went to the salt mines. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, there's lots of there's, dude. We did. I'm telling you, we did a month's worth of shit in a week. We literally did. Maybe we did two like, months. Worth we did like of shit. five vacations in yeah. one week. Yeah, I, I forgot about the salt mines entirely. Yeah. So you said there's probably something else I'm forgetting about. I just, I can't remember. We did a lot, man. Absolutely cannot remember. Amazing, amazing time though. And it really told me, I was like, man, and this is, I don't know if this applied to everybody, like, but for me, the, the importance of, you know, my current mission, which is getting the full-time trading. Cause dude, I was so, I had so much energy. When you were so there. So much energy. Yeah. Cause I'm not worried about deals. I'm hey, not worried that's... about, you know, like I was trading while I was there too. You know, so I was doing the thing that I like to do, but like all of the, I mean, you know how it is in sales. Like it's, it obviously pays well, Dude, but like stressful. there's so much. Bro, I lost a huge deal. Yeah. You just heard me on the phone before we started these cameras. Yeah. And it's like shit that's out of your control. Because I didn't call the guy back while we were on vacation. Yeah. So he went with someone else and I'm like, bro, that never happens. But I never don't answer my phone. It's like unheard of. Yeah. You know? You so. needed the break too, though. I mean, it's. <laughs> that's true. This was. This month will be the largest month I've had in a little over a year and a half, so I can afford it. Nice. But it's still, you know, it's a big deal. To know. But, yeah, man, it just reminded me of, like, living. I was, like, just doing this more often, you know? Like, everything we're doing with a pod here, you know, like, we could do a mobile setup. We pack all these up into a case. There's no reason we couldn't just be, like, I want to be all the time, right? But if we want to hit up, you know, the U.K. for a month and, like, do some shit there, collab with other creators, go to Australia, collab with creators there, go to Thailand, collab with creators there, Japan, China, like we could be doing that. So like, I was thinking about this when I got back, I was like, cause I had so much energy, like an excessive amount of energy, Damn. even though like we were doing so much. And I was like, yeah, it's cause I'm literally not working. Like yeah, I was like, I didn't realize how much, how tired I was. From the mental work, because I'm wow. always, always thinking about the deals and the problems always. I got to solve and like the next meeting and prepping for the next meeting and the follow ups and the to do's. And like for a week, I was just like nothing. It was just trading, which is like a present moment thing and, you know, hiking awesome, a mountain. Man. So I'm going to get there, bro. Yeah. You guys are going to help us get there by Absolutely. telling two of your friends to subscribe to our channel <laughs> i think what we should also do is we should cue the video that we recorded on the top of the lake which oh yeah we should like right here right here right now all right cue it in it's cue it in. what's up guys to the uh approved version of the number one pod yes sir we just climbed for a very long time <laughs> got a ton of texas stories ton of stuff about it but figured we'd do a little abridged version this is absolutely stunning. Yeah. Man, so. one of the things I noticed when we were walking up here, this was so difficult. Yeah. I wanted to give up like three times. I wanted to give up like 42 times. <laughs> and uh, it was in the moment 
where I was like really about to just be like, no, I'm done. Yeah. I look up and I see how far we have to go. Dude, I, I, I look up, <laughs> I, there's a little flat part and I'm like, what? I see, I see all the, the donkeys and stuff. And it's so much further, and I'm like, yeah. It looked yes. like we had barely gone anywhere, and we were just toasted. Yeah. Um, but it was in that moment where I was like, man, all I have to do is focus on the next stop, the next yeah. stop, the next stop, the next stop, and before you know it, here we are. We made it. Yeah. At the peak. It was, it was totally worth it. The view is obviously stunning. Absolutely. Got beautiful. this lake, snow-capped mountains back here. Dude, and now that the fog's clearing, look at how high up this goes. Yeah, it's sick. Absolutely stunning. Absolutely amazing. I. But uh. Nature is beautiful. Lessons learned. I mean, it's it's kind of cliche, honestly. Just some stuff is just hard. You know, I keep trucking, dude. I almost. I mean, I have a, a torn ankle and all that. Like, I, I wanted to give up. Like, we're near the top, I almost gave up. But I was like, nah. Nah, uh, we made it. I'm not giving. We out here. So. Hey. Cool, man. Anything you want to? Say? I don't. Know, I'm so tired. I don't know what to say, dude. <laughs> I'm gassed, babe. What is this place called? One month high. If you are coming to Peru, you need to do one month high. This is an absolute incredible adventure. Um, the views are scenic. They're unbelievable when you get up here. And I would say that it's a must. If you're going to visit Peru, do this trip, do this trek. Um, we'll put the link in the description for where you can link up with the tour guides that we yeah. spoke with. I think um, this will be a number one story since it's going to be so short. Yeah. Um, but definitely check out the pod cooking. We're about to launch. We're actually going to launch right after we get back from this trip. Well, not right after, but the end of the month. So, but if you're seeing this, we already launched. Well, not if we post it as a story. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe you'll see it beforehand. S sometime soon. <laughs> to you viewing this content, we will have launched a lot of amazing conversations uh, with entrepreneurs in Miami. You guys know what it's about. Um, mindset, things like that. But I mean, the primary point of this was just sharing this moment with you all. It's awesome. Definitely get out there. The world is big. Uh, live in it. You know, don't stay cooped up in your nice house. There's a lot of beauty, beauty out here if you're willing to hike for two hours. How long did it take us? It took us a little more than took two hours. It took us a little more than two hours. But here we are. Yes, sir. Deep in these ponchos, baby. Let's get it. Okay, we're back. All right, we're back. <laughs> nice. Good job, editor. Uh, take us out. I think we got anything else you want to talk about? What was Out of all the lessons, what was the biggest lesson? What was your biggest takeaway from Peru? Hmm. Biggest takeaway from Peru. That's a tough one, man. Probably just like, you know, it was a good reminder of, of the present moment. You know, it's kind of like when you're in the gym and like you're lifting and it kind of frees your mind. That's really what the hike was. You know, it was just eight hours of it. It was like eight hours of forced detachment from anything else because mm. it was so hard. Yeah. And even though it was so hard and it sucked, everything else that was hard, like, didn't matter. It was just like, just got to climb this mountain. Like, that was it. So it's yeah. like a freeing, you know, when you're, when you're aligned to a purpose, mm. things, pursuing your purpose might be hard, but life becomes very straightforward and easy. Wow. You know, that'd be like the lesson. That's huge. Thanks, I man. I like that. I, I would say for me, it was, I realized something about myself now thinking back. When I was on the journey of the, the climb, I just wanted to get there. Like I want, you saw how fast I was going. I was like, I didn't want to wait on the girls. I didn't want to wait on the guide. I just wanted to go, yeah. go, 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 go. I was okay with running up the mountain. I was okay with taking little breaks here and there, but I didn't want to rest too long. I wanted to just go. Yeah. And the craziest part was once I got there, I was like, yeah, this is beautiful. But then I thought, what's next? Mm. Yeah. And it's like, what is next? Because, and I realized 
I push so hard to try to get somewhere. Yeah. And I push so hard to try to race. I always have to be working. I always have to be on the phone. I always have to be on the grind. I always have to be pushing, 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 pushing. And then when I accomplish something or I get a huge check, I'm like, that's it. What's yeah. next? You know? Yeah. And so I think one of the things that I want to do more because I could have done it and I didn't is to enjoy the process, enjoy the journey and appreciate and take in all that's around us. Cause I'm sure in the process of focusing on the next rock and the next step and just pushing, pushing, running, running, there's, I'm sure a lot of beautiful things that I missed out on that I just didn't even look up to see. Yeah. And I think I do that in my personal life so often. Mm. So I just push and I just go and I want to grind and I want to make it happen as quickly as possible. But for what? Because when you get it, if it's just you by yourself and you left everyone behind, like who, who do you have to celebrate it with? It's big facts, man. I think about that too, you know, even like I got to get, I got to get out more in Miami, you know, beautiful city, but I'm grinding. I mean, it's, it's always a balance because, you know, there's a level of, of grinding required to do like what, what I'm doing with trading, you know, 99% of traders fail within like the first year. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard, straight up hard. So just gotta yeah. stick to it. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's definitely prevalent in my mind of like, I gotta, gotta take a step back and like go to the beach or like, just like take a, a day off and just appreciate the surroundings, the people, things like that. It's just, just a good idea. So, yeah. No matter where you are. Good stuff, man. So cool, man. Well, those are our lessons from Peru. Um, I totally, totally suggest that you go visit and, um, yeah. See you in the next one. See you on the next one. Peace.